This is the Words with Wizards podcast, your look at the world through the lens of West Warwick High School. It's where we talk to interesting people, visit cool places, and sometimes hit on a big story. And at the end of it all, you'll learn a little more about what's going on in the land of the orange and black. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'm your host, Mr. Eric White, and today is Friday, February 28th. So uh, this week's show, if it had a theme, would be sports. I spoke to two of the school's outstanding athletes, seniors Versavia Goratoy and L.J. Ray, both all-state track and field athletes, indoor. Goratari won her third indoor state track championship when taking first in the 55-meter hurdles at the state's last week in Providence, and Ray was second in the long jump. Tomorrow, the pair travels to the Reggie Lewis Center in Boston to compete in the New England Championships. Goratoy paid a visit to our broadcast palace up here in West Warwick High School to talk about winning another championship and preparing for the outdoor season and what will come after high school. Congratulations on winning the 55 hurdles. Thank you. Uh, How did it feel to get back up there and to win again? Well, I had like a harder mindset this year I was just like more determined and it felt really relieving like during the race I was just like okay I'm gonna leave everything out on the track it doesn't matter if it's good or bad as long as I put in my all so I wasn't fully expecting to win Uh I was ranked first but there was like very close competition so I was like as long as I don't have any regrets I'll be okay with that that's great I think um, after you graduate, Coach Parento is going to be crying for several weeks. You know, we're going to have to, you know, console him and, you know, take him out to eat and stuff like that. How do you feel now that your senior year is almost complete? Well, everyone, it's really bittersweet because I'm happy to finally be moving on with my life. And I'm also really sad because high school has been, like, the best part of my life so far. And I'm, like, excited for college and uh, I know that like there's a lot of opportunities out there. I was always confused about what I wanted to do. I was like, oh, maybe I'll go into engineering or maybe I'll become a teacher at one point. I questioned that. But something sparked last year, junior year. I was, um, it actually, the track team actually helped me. I was always like helping them with stretching and helping them with recovery because I had my own injuries of my own. And so I was thinking, oh, what if I go into physical therapy or athletic training? Mm -hmm. And I thought about it, and I really enjoyed it. And so I did an official visit at URI, which is where I'll be attending in the fall. Excellent. Um, And I'll be running for them, hopefully, fingers crossed. (laughs) Yeah. They have a Division One track program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a really good team. Yeah, and I um, I went there, you know, a million years ago. URI is a good school. People are always like, oh, everybody goes there. Yeah. But it is a good school, and there's like 16,000 kids there or something yeah. crazy like yeah. that. Yeah. You're not going to see your everyday class partner that you had in high school there, maybe. No, no. And, and, also, you know, and also, they let me in, but still it's a good school. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know. <laughs> So, I mean, and you are one of the top students in the class, right? (laughs) You're one of the top, you're in the top 10, 
Yeah. Now you're on the top 10. Mm -hmm. Like I looked at my class rank when I graduated and it said, don't ask. I don't want to know, <laughs> you know. When I did an official visit, I got to go to a few classes with one of the sophomore runners. Oh. And there were a bunch of kinesiology classes and not trying to be that person, but I was answering some questions in class because I just love the topic so much about like anatomy and like data analysis. Yeah. So it was a good time. That is fantastic. So uh, you, you're going to continue your track career there. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this and then I'll let you get to practice. Or I can stall some more if you want to not go to practice. <laughs> no. So you go to practice. That's why you're good. That's why you win. You go to practice. People like me, we avoid practice and I'm sitting here. Uh, <laughs> What is the best athletic memory so far this year for you? I could give you two instances that okay. are kind of like back to back. So my happiest moment would be at states where I had run the fastest I had ever run before. I almost beat the meet record by two hundredth of a second, which kind of drove me crazy. But I was just excited to have been able to hit that time at least because I had been struggling so long to get back to 8.64 seconds. The second part, like I said, it was like a much more darker kind of connotation to it. It was after, I think it was class or divisions. I think it was class. Um, Chloe Green, which was my main competition, she had false started during the race. And, uh, but the starter didn't stop the race. So I hesitated and I ended up getting second in that race. And I was extremely angry during the whole week before states. But it kind of pushed me to train harder. Looking ahead to the outdoor season, mm -hmm. what are the events that you want to focus on? Mostly just hurdles. I mean, long jump used to be my main focus uh, when I was still like getting used to hurdles, but some girls are jumping crazy now, and especially with the injuries in my back, I can't really jump as well as I used to be able to jump. Yeah. So, but hurdles, I'm excited every day to go and do hurdles. It's it's become, even in middle school when my old coaches used to say, oh, you'll never make it far in hurdles, mm -hmm. which is kind of surprising. Yeah. And then in high school, I just started to like them a lot more, and I started to be more professional towards it in yeah. a sense. And as I, far as the way you approached it, practicing. Mm -hmm. and yeah, and so I think it, it also plays into the mind that I enjoy it much more than long jumping, so my focus is more towards hurdling. L.J. Ray had a strong indoor track senior year, almost winning the long jump. He also came in to talk to me about his performance at the States and what comes next for him. It seems like just yesterday I was coaching and you were coming in and you were a freshman. Yep. And I, I was thinking, and a lot of us were thinking, what potential this kid has and he's really going to put it together someday. And here you are. I mean, just only by three inches you play second in the, in the long jump. You had a great year. And going off to college yes. next year. Where are you going? Just going to Thomas College up in Woodville, Maine. Excellent. So. And you're going to be on the you're going to be yes. on the track team Definitely up there. The track team. You're going to shovel lots of snow in the winter, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Tell me about the states. How did you feel placing second out of all uh, those jumpers? All right, I felt good. I woke up and I was like, okay, it's either now or never. This is the last shot. I, you know, I'll, I won't be able to come back here and do this again because I'm a senior. You know, so I yep. woke up prepared came to the facility early, very early. Hmm. I warmed up, got myself together, I was focused. Then once the long jump came, got on that board and I just took off, so. Did you do any other events indoor? I did the 55, a little bit of a rocky start, yeah. so I ended up placing ninth in the state for that. That's so. good, that's good. Yeah, I, I got my long jump, right? That's great, that's great. And you know, I think one thing a lot of people 
don't know or forget about is that track is one of the few sports where when you compete for a state championship, you're competing against everybody. Yes. It's not a Division One, no, Division Two, no. Division Three. You're everything. Yeah. All together. Yeah. So when you play second there, you are number two in the state. Number two in the state yes. out of all of the uh, of the male athletes that are doing the long jump, and there are a lot of them. Yes. A lot of oh teams. gosh. So. Going into the outdoor season, are you focusing on the same events, or do you go into it with a different mindset? Well, I'm going to keep the, the same mindset that I've always had, to push harder, to be a better version of myself every single day. Not only on the track, but in the classroom, too, because, you know, you need the grades to play the sport. So I'm definitely looking forward to this outdoor season. I'm just going to push myself and take the same fundamentals and what I have now and apply it more than ever. So, How do you feel? That it's your last year. Uh, time flew by. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Yeah. And to be honest, I'd like to, you know, thank all my coaches, teachers, friends, family, everyone who supported me over these years because, you know, I'm going to miss it, you know. But, hey, life goes on. You know, we got to do better and try and... And to end off the show today, a student in my broadcasting club, Will Studd, brought me up to date on some of the goings-on in professional sports. So what do we got going on? Uh, so starting with basketball, the Bucks, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, just recently clinched a playoff berth, which makes them the earliest team to do it since the 2016 Warriors, which is, uh, in my opinion, very impressive. You know, they're led by uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, who is, you know, performing greatly um, in the regular season right now, probably the front runner for MVP. So yeah, they're, they're that's great, and they're really. Uh, a team that's coming into their own, probably the favorite to go to the uh, to represent the Eastern Conference in the championships. Yeah, for I sure. Think. And the Greek Freak is is an outstanding player. So that is that is something else. And the fact that they've clinched that playoff spot so early is good for them. So, yep. so what else is going on in the NBA? So uh, Demarcus Cousins was waived by the Lakers, which is uh, a surprise to basically everybody. They waived him to make room for Markeith Morris. Um, which, in my personal opinion, is kind of a downgrade. Yeah. Um, but he, Cousins is coming off of an injury, so I can see where the Lakers are coming from. Former Boston Celtic Kyrie yep. Irving. Lots of talent. Yep. He was doing good to start the season. He just received a season-ending shoulder surgery, um, which makes me question, personally, did the Nets really win the NBA offseason? Because they signed Kyrie and KD, but neither of them have played this season. So... Will they be able to gel together next season? That's the big question. They're going to have a lot to prove next season. For sure. I mean, really. And, 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 and Kevin Durant, an outstanding player, obviously. Uh, Kyrie Irving, an outstanding player with some character questions. Um, and then this past Monday, um, the Kobe and Gianna Bryant memorial service. Um, obviously a very sad time yeah. for NBA fans and even NBA players you know, across the country. So, um, you know, a lot of former NBA players spoke a lot of uh, current NBA players spoke, um, but it was it was just a sad time for the NBA when he passed away. And I remember when you know, Shaquille O'Neal and I are the same age. That's where the similarities end. <laughs> We're the same age, <laughs> yeah. and um, you know, I, and I remember his career from beginning to end. And there was a big thing about him and Kobe having a beef with each other and not getting along. And actually, Kobe wanted Shaq shipped out of town so he could win on his own, which he did. Right. And Shaq won another one with the Heat. Shaquille O'Neal really gave a heartfelt, um, 
I don't want to call it a speech, but he was uh, he was uh, on the set of his um, one of his basketball commentating shows, yep. and he really spoke from the heart about how upset he was. Yeah, uh, because I, I guess they had uh, uh, solved their differences and and become friends. And you know, you, you get older, you, you look at life a little differently. They both have kids, and uh, and I think they probably looked back and said, "Geez, we could have won five or six or seven if we had stayed together and not been such yeah. dummies." Then they probably would have. Mm. Uh, but what um, what he had to say about Kobe was really really touching. Yeah, caught well, everyone off guard. It, was it, really it did. Sad. Hockey, right. what's going on there? All right. So one of the big stories this past week: um, a 42 year old Zamboni driver for the Toronto Maple Leafs um, recently played goalie for the Carolina Hurricanes against his home team, um, and it was he had his uh, playing career cut short by an injury in around 2005 or yeah. so. Um, but it was really a, a good feel-good comeback story. Wow! It was like a third-string goalie for them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and then it, we had it. We had an anniversary, which I'm thinking on the morning show we should have mentioned something about this, but but we didn't. What is the big hockey anniversary that uh, happened this past week? All right. So the 40th anniversary of the Miracle on Ice, um, where the U.S. Uh, hockey team beat Soviet Russia in the Olympics, um, which was really a big turning point for the Cold War yeah. and for, you know, just sports in general. Yeah. It was a really big moment. And uh, th- you watch the movie Miracle, it tells you all about that. Yeah. Now, speaking as uh, <clears throat> somebody who's a few years older than you guys, uh, I was alive when that happened. And the, the Soviet team, they weren't allowed to play professionally, but that Soviet team was as good as some NHL teams, and they beat the NHL All-Star team handily. But All-Star teams are thrown together at the last minute. Right. And so this group of college players was put together, and the fact that they beat the Russians, the Soviets, was unbelievable. They beat them 3-2, to two, and if you watch the movie, Kurt Russell plays the coach, um, and he... And, Right at the end, the, the Russians are getting desperate. They're losing, and they're getting nervous, and this is a position they have not been in before. They haven't lost in forever. And uh, Kurt Russell looks over at his assistant coach, and he says, they don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. And they were confused, and they were nervous, and they were uh, – it, it was unbelievable. Yeah. And they had beaten the American team in a scrimmage a couple of months prior, like five to nothing. But – it was bad for the Russians because the Russians thought, ah, these guys will be nothing. And then they came and they brought it the second game, and they won. They won. That was not the gold medal game. They still had to play another game, which they show during the closing credits, which goes to show you how competitive that game was. But the, the U.S. did win gold and beat the Russians. That's one of the biggest sports upsets ever because yeah. it was like an amateur team beating a pro team, basically. So right. 40 years ago, Lake Placid, New York. <laughs> so... Uh, and then we had uh, some college basketball. You came up with a couple of interesting things with college basketball. Yeah, so uh, so biggest thing this past week for college basketball, uh, Sabrina Ionescu. She was the first in college basketball history, men and women, uh, to reach 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, and 1,000 assists in her college career. Wow. Um, and she did this right after speaking at the Kobe and Gigi Bryant Memorial, wow. which made it you know, all that uh, more special for her. Unbelievable. Um, and she brought it up in the interview after the game, and it was just a really uh, big moment for women, I think. Uh, lastly, football. So, uh, big, big story. Uh, you know, it's Tom Brady, uh, NFL free agency. Um, the recent story uh, from Adam Schefter, apparently Brady to Titans is the big secret. Mm. Um, 
his former teammate Mike Vrabel is the head coach. Right. Yeah. So um, I'm, not, I'm not sure how much I buy it, but apparently it's a well kept secret in the NFL. You know, mm. we've heard a lot of different things like Brady to the Raiders, Brady back to the Patriots, Brady to even you know New York Jets or Giants. And that about does it for us for today. Thank you for tuning in, and we will catch you next time.